Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews and a special Friday the 13th episode. My look at Jason vs Freddy from 2003. 15 years ago folks, yes indeedy, 15 years ago. And I saw this thing twice in the cinema because I just love this movie. The movie that finally brought together the two horror icons, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. This movie was in the making going as far back as 1987, apparently. Hmm. Freddy, of course, was the one that finally dragged Jason into hell, and Jason goes to hell in 1993. This movie was years in development hell, and went through dozens of writers and indeed directors. The director seat finally went to Ronnie Yu. So, with a budget of $30 million, and the weight of both franchises on its back, this movie pulled in 114.9 million. This movie also marks Robert England's last time in Freddy makeup on film to date. Sadly, after almost 20 years, he has hung up his Claude glove. For this podcast, I'm going to change things up a little bit by borrowing the Graveyard Shift Pods format. There's is the good, the bad, and the what the fuck. Except I'm going to change it slightly and have the good, the bad, and the ugly. So... This is an experimental podcast. If this thing works, I may actually change my format to doing it this way. So, this will not be a deep dive, more like a shallow dip. Starring Robert England, Ken Kersinger, Monica Kia, Jason Ritter, Kelly Rowland, and Catherine Isabel are the plot. Child killer Freddy Krueger has to search the bowels of hell after he's finally defeated by the kids of Elm Street a decade beforehand. He finds Jason Vortes and uses him as his way to get back using the fear Jason puts into the kids as his ticket into the real world again. Except Jason is like a big dumb dog and can't stop killing the teens of Elm Street. So Freddy has to put a stop to the hockey punk and take him down once and for all. Who will win? Freddy, Jason or the kids? Find out. So, as I says, I'm going to break this movie into three categories. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So, here we go. I'll start things off with the good. Robert England is back in his full form as Nightmare Elm Street Free Freddy. Not the punster jokester as he was reduced to in Freddy's Dead, but the one that will mercilessly kill you in Nightmare Elm Street 3. The bad. The CGI is poor. I'm looking at you, Freddy Pillar. I mean, that Freddy Pillar thing is bloody pathetic. The ugly. The misdirect of the father killing the mother, the leads, uh, leads final girl's mother, that is. It goes absolutely nowhere and is just a pathetic misdirect. That the father saw Freddy killing the mother in her dreams and he somehow managed to... What the hell was that about? Mm. Another good... Uh, the kids are smart and don't just stand there and scream. They actually fight back, for the most part that is. <laughs> I mean, that end final girl, uh, Laurie was her name, just as a banshee at the end of the movie. Ugh, I'll back at her later. Are they bad? The Matrix jump out of the water scene by Freddy. I hated that part. That didn't even fit in this movie. I mean, yes, I get this was in the height of the Matrix movies. But come on, really? They had to add that stunt into a Nightmare Elm Street movie? Hmm. The ugly. The end fight between Jason and Freddy was won by the final girl. Really? They had a bolstered wall 22 plus minute or 20 plus minute fight rather. And the final girl kills Freddy? Come on, really? It could have been Jason. 
you know, or indeed Freddy, bitch. I mean, for fuck's sake, but why the hell did they give her the final kill? The good Kelly Rowland, smart talking Freddy. Basically, out sassing Freddy. I love that one. <laughs> the bad. Freddy gets one kill this entire movie. I mean, really? Come on. Horror icon Freddy Krueger gets one kill. On to the ugly. The title music kills the vibe of the movie. Thrash metal is just a no-no. I mean, come on. You set up the whole thing with Freddy with a little child and the whole thing. He was a child murderer and the whole story of his existence through his various movies. And actually have him tormenting a little girl on screen. But the cut from it, of course. But later on in the movie, to see what he did to the little girl, i.e. scratching her eyes out. And then we have the Jason's backstory, as you see him killing a, a big-breasted teenager, but of course. But the thrash metal kicks in and kills that entire vibe. Why did they put thrash metal onto it? Back to the good. The blend of Freddy's fire and Jason's water was mixed just right. I mean, come on. Technically, this is a Nightmare on Elm Street meets, sorry, what is it called again? A Nightmare on Friday the 13th, I believe they call it. <laughs> but this is more Nightmare on Elm Street movie than a Jason movie. I mean, he's having a cameo. Um, where am I now? Um, the bad Gibbsy's asshole boyfriend. Come on, was this really need to be that much of an arsehole for fuck's sake? The Oh yes, the ugly. The timelines are completely out of sync. It's supposed to be 10 years after Freddy's dead, yet this is 2003 and not 2009. Come on, really? I mean... Back to the good. The effects are good for the most part. However, in saying that, some of the effects are kind of piss poor. The bad. There just happened to be one cop who knows the entire backstory of Jason, who just so happens to come from Crystal Lake which is supposed to be in New Jersey, I believe, and um, Elm Street is supposed to be in Chicago. Really? They had a guy... Oh, God, that was a bad piece of writing. On to the next ugly. The stoners throw a party in a cornfield after three people are brutally murdered. Really? You're going to have a kegger in a cornfield after two of your school friends and his father was killed? Really? Come on. Um, let me see. Where am I? Da, 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 da. On to another good. The cops actually covered up the Freddy murders and actually just didn't change the name of the location. Looking at you, bloody... Uh, what is it? Jason Lives? No. What one's it? Would I change it to? Green... Uh, what the hell is it called? Green something or instead of Crystal Lake? I mean... Mm, I don't know what it was. Hold on a second. It's, uh, da, 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 five? Part five? Moving on. Um, another bad... Laurie's boyfriend, missing for five years, not only is in the same mental institute where Freddy was born, but he just so happens to be watching this, the TV at the same time as it's reported on the news. Lazy writing! Another one of the ugly ones. The rape of Gib in the real world as Freddy is missing her in her nightmares. Come on, really? They have to have a rape scene in this bloody thing? I mean, come on, really? Was that really necessary? Another good would be... Jason's a varied killer. He doesn't just slash you with the machete. He will snap you in two, snap your neck, um, run you through with a pole, etc, etc. Hmm. On to another bad. Well, Laurie's boyfriend, his best friend, spreads the fear in the school of friend 
of Freddy. Hence why Freddy can come into the real world, because this idiot talks about Freddy Krueger. Well done, that man. Mm. Another ugly is Freddy almost opposite all but raping Laurie in her nightmare. You know, the this could get messy, princess, the first time all this is. <laughs> or what's that effect? Um, another good is the on-fire Jason through the cornfield, which I believe was a 10-minute burn, which was the longest in recorded history, I believe. Another bad for me was the acting from the girls. I mean, come on. That ends piece where Laurie turns into a screaming banshee should have been cut. I mean, really? Uh, oh yes, another ugly. I think it's my final ugly. The blood looks really fake. It looks like watered-down corn syrup, which I probably... Uh, probably actually was, but come on, they could at least have used decent blood. Let me see, do I have any more for goods? Um, I think I'm out. So, to wrap this shorter podcast up, I would say overall, this is a fun ride. I like how easily Freddy fitted into Jason's world and vice versa. The two were actually shoehorned in. It kind of made sense. I would say have a few drinks, get a few friends over, and enjoy the ride. I'm going to give this thing a 8 out of 10. This is a good time. I saw this twice in cinema for a reason. This was my second Friday the 13th movie in cinema I saw. I saw Jason X beforehand and loved that one also because it was so bug nuts and terrible. But I think that was a point in that movie actually. <laughs> and this was my first Nightmare on Elm Street. My second one was the terrible remake. Mm. But less but that is said the better. I mean, you've seen it, I have covered it, so check my archives. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to this. If this is your first time, please like, share, comment, and indeed subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, or email me with suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other franchise podcasts of Resident Evil, Underworld, A Blade, Psycho, and more. Also, check out my solo podcasts of Donnie Darko, The Fog, They Live, and Dracula. Also, give me feedback if you want me to keep using this format or go back to my old deep dive formats. Anyway, tatty bye. Now, I am off to make remember what real fear tastes like. <laughs>